Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. The controversial carbon tax is due to rise again next month. But the, aboli- uh, the abolition of another levy will offset its impact on the cost of fuel for vehicles. Um, but in theory, the cost of fuel is going to continue to rise with uh, carbon levies. It's just been offset this year because of where we're at in terms of uh, the cost of living. We want to find out from you. I want to talk to you about public transport. Um, we're being told, we're being pleaded with, we're being encouraged cajoled to use public transport here in uh, Ireland. And I want to find out, do you use public transport? And if not, why not? That's the question. So I did a little experiment today, uh, knowing that we were going to be talking about this, and I decided I was going to use public transport to get me in here to Ireland's classic hits today. Uh, Now, I live in Dublin. But I live in a part of Dublin that is not served by public transport. Believe it or not, such a place exists. So we live in uh, rural North County Dublin, and there is no bus within three miles of our house. Okay, so um, for starters, if I'm to use public transport, I have to drive to the bus stop. So I can't completely uh, get public transport. So anyway, I drove to the bus stop. I was at the bus stop this morning and I'm waiting for uh, bus number 103, which is a bus errand bus. And that bus brings me uh, into uh, Dublin City from three miles from our house. And I waited and I waited. And my God, I waited. And the 103, after uh, it should have been there within 15 minutes, it eventually arrived. Such a drag of a wait. Anyway, get on the 103. Into town I went, uh, got off on uh, at O'Connell Street and hopped on the Lewis and came uh, to the studios here at Ireland's Classic Hits. In total, it took me, from the time I parked my car, because I couldn't just walk outside my front door and hop on a bus, from the time I parked my car to the time I got in here to Ireland's Classic Hits, uh, it took me an hour and 20 minutes. Yesterday, driving in, it took me 35 minutes. Even in heavy traffic, it took me 35 minutes. So the question that I... So that's my story. Now, I do use public transport from time to time uh, to get me around, but not as much as I should. You just heard uh, Dan there a second ago. I don't use uh, public transport anymore. It's just not convenient enough. As I said, we are all being encouraged to use public transport. Uh, The government has dropped the price of public transport by uh, 20%. So 20% reduction in public transport uh, fares. That is set to continue, which is great. It it means that that bus journey isn't as expensive as it would have been uh, a year ago. Um, The TFI 90-minute fare thing, which was introduced last year, also fell to €2 for adults and $0.65 for children. That means you uh, pay €2 for anywhere if you can do it within 90 minutes. The question I want to ask you is, how are you fixed where you live with public transport? Can you survive on public? In other words, could you sell the car? Could you get around and live your life? Or do you get around and live your life by public transport? Or maybe you live in a rural part of Cork or Galway or even Dublin. 
and you just cannot survive on public transport. I could not survive on public transport. I could not sell my car tomorrow and decide, that's it, I'm uh, only going to get around by public transport. I literally couldn't. I could not sell my car tomorrow. I could not live uh, on public transport. Now, um, I used to live, for example, in Bray in County Wicklow, and you could easily survive without a uh, car. Well, I could have at the time. So I'd love to hear from you. Our number is 087-188-0008. And I want to find out, can you, do you survive on public transport? Uh, If not, why not? Tell me your story of how it um, is for you, where you live, and tell me where you live and tell me about the services and whether or not you could survive. Uh, So the question really is, as we're being pushed more and more and more towards public transport, where they're dropping fares, they're really trying to encourage us. Could you survive without your car? That really is the question ultimately, isn't it? Could you survive without your car? Maybe you do survive without a car. 087-188-0008. I'm saying where we live at this moment in time, we could not live without a car. We could not survive without a car. We have to have a car where we live. 087-188-0008 is our uh, number. Let me know where you live and could you survive without a car? Could you live your life or maybe you do live your life totally on public transport? 087-188-0008. Now, um, Bernard is the co-founder of Access for All Ireland and um, Bernard uh, and, and the organisation advocates for services for people with uh, disabilities. And in fact, Bernard, that brings that conversation to another level altogether about uh, surviving on, on public transport. Is it easy for uh, somebody who is, for example, a, a wheelchair user, is it possible for that person to survive on public transport, or does it depend on where they live? How are you? How are things? And thanks very much for having us on. No problem. Um, if, you're, if you're a person with a disability, you cannot live in Ireland and use efficiently and effectively and reliably public transport. That's, just, that's the bottom line. So that's, that's, that's where we start from. So we're starting at the very bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're outside of, of Dublin, you're in, you're in no man's land. Um, you really, you really are in a bad place. I mean, people don't realise. Firstly, if you're outside Dublin, you have to give 24 hours notice to travel on a train or a bus. So if you want to go anywhere at any time, inter-county or whatever, you have to give 24 hours notice. And that is so, so that there will be somebody there at the train station uh, you're departing from or the train station you're arriving into. Uh, there, there will be somebody there to help you, basically. To put a ramp down yes. so that you can get off the, the, the train or when it comes to the buses so that they can remove the seats so that you can access the space on the, uh, on the bus. Mm-hmm. So you have to give them a minimum 24 hours notice. Now, even when you give 24 hours notice, it doesn't always filter through. So, uh, so like, could, have there been examples of somebody arriving at a train station and almost being stranded there? Oh, oh well... We've had our campaign was founded off that uh, young Sean who oh, lives that's with right. Yes, yes, yes. I've spoken yeah, to Sean, Sean many times. Yeah, Sean. Uh, when he got to Clontarf Art Station, there was no one there to um, he, to help him, and the lifts weren't working. So Sean was left stranded on the station for 
45 minutes until the next dart came. The driver had to get out and assist Sean onto the dart to bring him over to Colester, get out again to get him off the dart and push him around onto the other platform and then rang away to get someone to come out to wait to help Sean mm. on the dart. That was in 2016 and that was a terrible experience for a young man who was trying to be independent uh, in our society. Since that, we've had, uh, there's Saoirse is there. She's a young uh, woman trying to make her way in the entertainment industry. She's a comedian. But just at the weekend there, she, was, uh, she, had, to, she had to give up a gig that she could have done because the bus that she needed to get was at 8 o'clock. She said, I'll need to get the bus later mm-hmm. to get back. And they said, well, that bus won't be accessible. We're sorry. Uh, and we, we have no way of providing that accessible transport to you. So she had to cancel our gig. Okay, so if, if able-bodied people listening to us right now uh, feel frustrated with public transport and their access to it and all of that, you can only imagine then uh, the people that you represent. Absolutely. It's just a constant. It's a fear and frustration, two Fs. So the fear of being stranded and the frustration of not being able to be independent and go mm. about it at any, at any time you want. So you can't just decide, I'm going to jump on the bus and head to Cork. No, you have to give a minimum of 24 hours notice. And even at that, there's uh, anxiety around, will the bus be ready? Has the information got through to people that they know we're going to be on the bus and we're going to, the bus is going to be prepared for us? Just at the weekend there, uh, I don't know if you follow, uh, there's young Young James is there, Jimbo's Accessible Adventures, and uh, he, he's trying to, he's a young man, 16, trying to show uh, people how accessible or inaccessible uh, Ireland is when it comes to having a uh, disability. Hmm. And uh, James, is, he's, he's blogging and he's uh, also on TikTok, and he does, they're very good. He's trying to show a positive side to it, but even last weekend, he came a cropper. The, the bus turned up, it wasn't ready to take his chair on board and unfortunately he was left standing at the side well sitting at the side of the road uh, he was upset he went online he vented his anger now another bus did arrive and that was ready to go but it was an hour in between and so it, it, it that feeds into an anxiety like uh, most um, young adults with disabilities won't use public transport they just just refuse to use it because of the anxiety around Will it or will it not work for them? Hmm. And so, so that it's a it's a double whammy. Uh, from uh, I'm reading some of the messages uh, coming into us um, from people I'm assuming are able-bodied, giving out yards about public transport where they live. If you're uh, living with a, a disability, it's a double whammy. Oh, it's it's just well. Firstly, I like that again. Is, that, is the public transport system in your area reliable and functioning for able-bodied people? So, I mean, uh, when you're planning your journey, particularly if you have a disability, a lot of the time too, you're on your own, so you're mm. reliant on support, uh, and that comes in, in 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 the guise that you've planned your journey, and then when something comes a cropper, uh, the bus turns up and it's it's not ready for you, or if the ramp. Like there's there's one for you now. That's another thing to do. That uh, if the ramp doesn't work on say Dublin bus, a lot of the time um, the bus will arrive and the ramp won't be able to to reach out. Yeah, and, it's malfunctioning or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And we always wonder why is it a case that buses leave the depots 
when that ramp isn't working, when they're not allowed to leave if the indicators don't work, if the lights don't work. And a lot of times the drivers are brilliant. The staff are always brilliant. Now, they mm. will help you get on. They'll somehow manhandle you onto the, the bus and, and, and off. But who wants that? Like, no, I mean, no, of course. Is, well, I've, no. I've, I, I actually remember, now it was a couple of years ago, but I remember uh, exactly what you just described, the ramp not working, and the poor guy left sat at the bus stop on his own. And the, the driver had to head off. Uh, now, he, uh, he said there was a bus directly behind him, and I don't know if there was, but he said there was, uh, and hopefully he got on. To, but it was, it was so embarrassing for the guy, just left sat at the bus stop all by himself. But there you go. But just, just think about that then, the anxiety around that, right? That's an incident that's happened. And then all of a sudden, it happens again, and then again. And then you just decide yourself, you know... This isn't reliable. Uh, yeah, I'm just I not. I, I, I just couldn't I, I be bothered. Just not want to do it. Yeah. and it's like the lift. It's like the lift in the dark, right? So even though there's a commitment there for the upgrading of lift, just uh, two days ago, and you see, when it impacts our able-bodied community, that's when people start to sit up and go, "Oh, hang on, uh, a woman down in Clontarf, the, the station was locked up. All the shutters were pulled. There was no one in the station. There was no information online that the lifts were out. Uh, a young mother went down with her pushchair and her child." went to get up to the platform, couldn't, shutter pulled, took a load of photos, started tweeting Irish Rail saying, what's going on? And there's no one here to help me. And mm. then sort of, and I don't suddenly, know what to it do. Get, suddenly it gets sorted. And then all of a sudden there's a big Irish Rail jump on, say, sorry about that, and there's a bit of an information issue, blah, blah, blah. Yesterday the lifts were fixed, but online the information still said the lifts were out of service. This morning we went down, we took a video of the screen, they all said Clontarf was out of service, but the lifts were working. What you're doing there is, you're, firstly, people are using that information to plan their journey. They go, Clontarf is, is not working, so we can't go there. Secondly, then they hear, oh, no, it is working, but the information isn't, isn't right. Mm. So can we really trust the information? So unbelievably, people go to our website, they come to our uh, Twitter account, and they check to see what lifts are working or what are not. As opposed to the actual authority yeah. themselves. To yeah. actually going to Irish Rail. And even this morning, up on the screens, they were saying there was a delay due to the match being played, right? Mm. So that was the match last night, the, the football. Still on the screens. It says the same thing. That there was a delay because of the match being played. And as we said, if you need transport Monday to Friday, uh, as long as the information is... Uh, the only time it's accurate is between 9 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock in the evening. After that and weekends, yeah, forget you're on it. your own. Yeah. Oh, you may forget about it. You may forget about it. I mean, you go down the weekends, the information is, and that's nearly worse than the actual transport itself not working because people don't trust the system. And when they can't trust the system, then they just don't use it. So All right, so uh, like I said, for you know, for people who uh, struggle with public transport, able-bodied people who struggle with public transport, uh, the message is spare a thought for uh, somebody who uh, may be disabled trying to use uh, public transport. Okay, the question that we're... Thanks very much indeed for your call, Bernard. The question we're asking you this afternoon is, do you, can you, reliably use public transport where you live? Now, if you can, I'd love to hear from you because I'd love to know where you live. Um, I got a message in uh, a couple of minutes ago and it says, uh, I live in St. Margaret's behind uh, Dublin Airport, uh, which is only down the road from where I live. And I was mentioning how difficult it is for uh, for me. And uh, the message says, 
Uh, I could not survive without a car. I work in Santry, but would have to get a bus into the city centre and then another back out again to get to work. Our system here is uh, so bad. And to the person who lives in St. Margaret's, the, the bus you would have to get into the city centre, I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's only two a day. Two in the morning and two in the evening. So you have to get one of those, and that's if they turn up. So the point being, that person can literally not survive without a car. And that's the question that I'm asking you. Could you survive without a car? Wherever it is you live, in Dublin, Cork, Limerick, Galway, wherever it is you live, could you survive without a car? And uh, if not, why not? That's the question. So, Linda, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Hi, Linda. Hiya. Hiya. Well, Linda, uh, could you... Uh, you live in Dublin? Yeah, North County Dublin. In North County Dublin. Okay, like myself. And uh, could you survive without a car? Do you have a car? No, I do. You do have yeah. a car. And could you, yeah. uh, could I take it off you tomorrow and could you live? I'd be stranded. Literally stranded. I got a Lewis. I was on the Lewis. And um, sitting on the Lewis, my husband, this guy got on an electric scooter. Um, we got on at Broom Bridge, drove down to Broom Bridge, got to Lewis down. The whole scooter fell on top of me. I reported that nothing was ever got back to me about it. Nothing. Right. And were you injured? Yeah. Oh. I was. A whole electric scooter right on top of me. He was, he was sitting down. And when the Lewis kind of went um, around kind of a bend, the whole thing, he wasn't even holding it, felt right on top of me, the whole scooter. I never heard a thing back. No, not one word back off them. I okay. rang him two or three times. All right, we'll keep, keep on that because I, w- I wouldn't be letting that one go. But uh, let me talk to you then about uh, where you live. Uh, is there any bus service at all? Yeah. You'd be lucky if it comes uh, three times a day. And what, what bus is that? Or uh, is it a bus? It's a, four, it's a swords bus I get, and then I have a good walk, about a half an hour then. When you get off the bus? You know? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. So you wouldn't uh, be walking down them dark roads on your own in any way. No, 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 you'd be mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, so the notion of trying to survive on public transport is just impossible where you it's live. It's just impossible. You can't, you cannot... Uh, get a bus and then sometimes you, you might be waiting on them and it might come packed then mm. people crowded on it at five o'clock so you couldn't Especially even rely on it on. no you can't rely on it no, mm. no. so even if you, you were to try and like I said I uh, I gave it a shot today but I still had to drive to the bus stop because yeah, the bus stop is alone. Yeah. the bus stop from our house. I, mean, I, I live not far from where you are. Uh, the bus stop from our house is a good. If I was to walk it, it'd take me an hour and twenty minutes. So yeah. uh, that's not feasible. So I have to drive to the bus stop, and uh, I, I literally could not survive without uh, a car where we yeah. live. No. Then you would have your car parked there all day. Will you come back? Will the window be smashed? Will it be broken? This is what you're up against. Mm. You know. Unless you bring it into a car park and pay for it then. And then that's more expense. All right, so the bottom line is where you live in Dublin, then you cannot survive without a car. I'd like to hear from you. Do you survive without a car? Can you? We're all being encouraged and there's talk morning, noon and night about public transport. They're bringing down the price of public transport. There's even been talk in other countries, for example, in Luxembourg, public transport is free, literally free. 
you don't pay a penny if you're a resident in uh, Luxembourg. Public transport is free. Now, if it were made free here tomorrow, I still couldn't choose it. Well, I could, but I'd still have to have the car. I'd love to hear from you on this. Our number is 087-188-0008. Send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. Can you or could you survive without a car? Can you or could you live on uh, public transport? Well, not live on public transport, but survive with just public transport. Maybe you do. And if you do, how do you do it? We'll take a quick break. Back with more of your calls in just a moment. And this is Adrian Kennedy uh, in until two o'clock this afternoon, uh, this week and next in for Nile. Now, uh, Karen sent me this WhatsApp voice note to 087-188-0008. Can you or could you survive on public transport? Hi, Adrian. I live up the Dublin mountains and I we have a bus that comes like twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening. Um, it's two kilometres away from my house, um, but if you got the bus and you had to walk home in the evening, it's, it's quite dangerous at night time because there's, roads are dark, they're narrow, um, you know, they're just quite dangerous to be walking up there in the night time. Um, like, the bus brings us to Nookrove Shopping Centre, which then you'd have to get another bus. Um, and because it only comes twice a day, like, you know, it, it, it's just not convenient at all. If you needed to go somewhere at a certain time or earlier or later, you know, it just doesn't work out. So you'd have to drive down to, you know, a Ballyboden area and park your car there and get a bus. And that's the only way you can do it. And like, it's just ridiculous. All right. And again, I know uh, for those of you uh, who live outside of Dublin, uh, you think in Dublin, the public transport is brilliant. You've Lewis's, buses, uh, darts, everything else, and it's fantastic. And you can hear even in Dublin, it's not all it's cracked up to be. If you live anywhere vaguely on the outskirts of the city, uh, up the Dublin mountains or in North County Dublin, uh, where I live, it's just a nightmare. It's impossible. Let's uh, find out what it's like in uh, Cork. And in particular, uh, Hilary, you're in East Cork. That's right, Adrian. I'm in East Cork. And uh, small village in Ladies Bridge. Okay, yep. Yeah. Um, and the, the nearest bus, really, the decent bus service, if you call it decent, would be Castle Martyr. But where I am, um, we have a bus once a day, mm-hmm. leaving the village at 25 past 10 in the morning, Monday to Friday. Twenty uh, So one bus leaving at 25 past 10? In the morning. Monday and where, where does that go to? It goes um, into Castle Martyr, Middleton, and all the little towns up to the city. Right. Okay. So if you if you lived where you live in Ladiesbridge and you uh, worked in the city, you literally could not you you've no way of getting there on public no, transport. No, not a hope. Not a chance. Okay. I would have to drive to Castlemartyr. No, it's only two kilometres away. Mm-hmm. But the road is so bad; it's just not safe for walking for cyclists. You know, it's treacherous. So I would have to drive to Castlemartyr to get a bus. Okay, so there's no way, there's no way uh, from where you are that you could uh, commute into Cork without a car. No, 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 hmm. no. Um, and as I said, one bus in the morning, there is nothing coming back at any time of the day. Then, you know, so for school kids, 
from secondary school in Middleton coming back to Castle Martyr um, by bus, by public transport, or, you know, they would have to be picked up by parents in Castle Martyr and dropped home to Ladies Bridge as well. And how frequent are the services from Castle Martyr? No, the services in Castle Martyr are not bad. Right. Um, there is one more or less roughly on the hour, every hour, you know. Um, they're fairly good. Okay, but, they're fairly good. Uh, um, here. <laughs> but from from Ladiesbridge, not a it, 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 there's no hope. You have to have a car to get to Castle Martyr. Like I was describing earlier on, I have to have a car to get to my nearest bus stop, and I live in Dublin. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, similarly with you, uh, if you want, if, if that twenty past ten in the morning bus isn't convenient, then you have to drive to Castle Martyr. You'd have to drive to Castle Martyr. Yeah. You don't have any choice. So, is it, even for people shopping? There's there's one shop in the village. It's a petrol station as well, just one shop. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of young families here. There are three new estates. I'm I'm living here seven years now, and there's actually there's three new estates after going up here since I moved here. There must be oh, four or five hundred young families here. And again, those young families, all of those young families in in the Cork commuter belt, I suppose, is how they're being uh, sold. And they have to have a car. Have to have a car, yeah. You, yeah. Li- you, you could not survive without one. Not a hope, not a hope. I mean, even like to take kids, I see kids there now and um, parents do carpools for going to matches, to training, you know, mm. because there's just nothing here. I mean, if they were to go to the cinema, which is in Middleton, our nearest cinema is Middleton, um, I mean, that's, that's 12 kilometres away. So, but there is no bus, they would have to be dropped in Castle Martyr again, you know. Um, and I think the latest bus coming back out of Middleton to Castle Martyr is, uh, leaves Cork at uh, 20, 20 to 11, Monday to Friday. Right, so you'd have to leave the cinema early even. So you'd even have to leave, leave the cinema <laughs> But you couldn't go to a late showing. Not a hope. No. <laughs> well, here, stay there for one second because I want to go up the road to uh, Yall and Marion is uh, in Yall. Uh, Marion, you need a car as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. And um, referring to the other lady there from Ladies Bridge, mm. got her trip. She has to park her car in Castle Martyr because there's no parking. <laughs> but uh, no, like we said, pardon mistake, Yall used to have its own factory. So it was grand. You know, you'd be able to walk to work, do all of this. But now there's nothing in y'all, so you have to get a bus or a drive. Mm. But, like, the first bus doesn't leave y'all till about five past seven in the morning. And, like, all the factories around here where we travel to, whether it's Carrick Tool, Little Island, the other side of Cork City, up to Green Skiddy, they all start at seven, half seven. So a five past seven bus is no use to anybody? No, not a use. And then pre-pandemic, we had situations that even with kids going to college, you know who are getting the bus. Mm. There's been times when they've been left there because the bus is full. You know? And again, it's, it's one of those things that you can't plan for whether a bus is going to be full. And there is nothing as frustrating as standing at a bus stop and seeing the bus approaching you and it says bus full on the front of it, it's like, oh, my God. I don't even know does it say that. I think it stops to let some people out and others are open, like, you know, no, 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 we have another pickup. You know, that kind of crack. Or mm. maybe there's nobody gets up and nobody can get on. But, like, it will say for argument's sake, that's bad enough going to Cork. 
But we'll say if you're travelling in the other direction, down to Dungarvan, where there's Smith, Blackso, Smith Klein and other factories down there, or even into Waterford, the first bus doesn't leave y'all until half past nine in the morning. Okay, so any notion that you could live in some of the bigger towns and cities around this country, and y'all is a fair-sized town, um, we're being told that public transport is improving consistently um, and you should be able to use it. You're saying from y'all, not a chance. The majority of people in York that are working mm. are working out of town. Yes. And there is no way on earth they can get there on public transport. Now, if you're flexible during the day and you can go whatever time suits you, no bother. Yeah, but then, yes, of course, yeah. But, but if you're working, and as I said, like you've got people, they do 12-hour shifts, you know, they can't get there. They can't get to work. We used to have a train line. It closed in the 70s. And now they're after taking up the tracks for um, a greenway mm. to Middleton. They'd have been better off putting in a train back. But then we still would have no link to the Waterford to get us there, if mm. you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll stay there for one second, Marion, if you can, please. Our number is 087-188-008. Could you, can you survive on public transport. And this, have we even had one call from somebody who survives fully on public? No, not one. <laughs> not one from anywhere in the country who uh, survives on public transport. Uh, this message says, I live in Dublin 22. I use the lowest when I go to town, but I need my SUV for work as I work for myself to carry all my tools and materials. So, no, is the answer. I could not. Um, use public transport morning, noon and night. And uh, another message. I sold my car because the traffic in Dublin is a disgrace. The government were uh, given money by the EU to fix Dublin uh, Central's roads for users. God knows where that went. I walk everywhere. The Lewis is farcical. The Dart is farcical. And Dublin bus is reliable when needed. I walk, walk, walk with my God-given legs. Right. <laughs> okay, I don't, uh, keep your messages coming in. Uh, 087-188-0008. Another message says, uh, I also live in uh, East Cork. Two teenagers that have to be dropped to the train station in Middleton so they uh, can get to the city. One will be starting college next year and we have to look at getting a car for her because the bus is unreliable and often full when it arrives. A simple shuttle service from Yall uh, and Ladiesbridge and so on would improve things an awful lot. In fact, uh, I would have thought it is easier to commute from Dublin to Cork than it is from East Cork to Cork, which is ridiculous. Because I'm in Cork quite a lot and I... Uh, have gotten the train to Cork, and it's very it's a very efficient uh, service from Dublin to Cork. But if you live anywhere outside of Cork and you want to uh, get on public transport, it's a nightmare. Keep your messages coming in. Oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. We're talking about public transport and whether or not you could survive. Deirdre is in Kells. Hi, Adrian. This is Deirdre in Kells, County Mead. Like we have a good uh, uh, public transport service, uh, Adrian. I live in Kells and County Mead. And there's buses every hour, which is it's, it is a good it is a good service. The only problem that we have, if we have to go to Drogheda, our Lady of Lures in Drogheda, we'd have to go to Navan to get a bus. That's the only problem we have. But we have a good bu- bus service, like the 109A and the 109X. 
and the go the, that goes twenty four hours a day. Like, and so I live in Kells County, mate. So I've no problem with the with the buses at all. Anyway, talk to you, Adrian. Adrian Kells, love the show. Bye bye. Thank you, dear councillor. Love the show. Bye bye. Um, now let's go to uh, North Cork and uh, Angela. Whereabouts do you live? Um, I'm living in Charleville. County in Charleville, okay. Yes. And what is public transport like in Charleville? And could you survive on uh, public transport? Absolutely not. Oh. And um, my my daughter has four children, and um, the eldest boy now is going to a university in Limerick, and he has been for the last year. Now, nobody can get accommodation in Limerick or Cork, but the bus from Charleville, the first one is half past eight going to Limerick. That's no half good eight? going to university. Yes. What use is and that to anybody? <laughs> it's not any good to anybody. And the same vice versa going to Cork to university there as well, the buses. And like it's from Limerick to Cork, it should be more frequent. And uh, another thing then is uh, coming from Shannon. I often will say if I'm going to London or something like that, my husband's English. Mm-hmm. Coming into Shannon, if you don't get in after nine o'clock, or the same, I see people, passengers coming out of Shannon, they're looking up and down, there's no transport even to go into the city. From you Shannon Airport? Yes, I have to get my, I have to get my, my children or somebody to collect me. But like, like that's fine, we can do, I, I'm on, on a pensioner, so I have free travel, which is hmm. fantastic. And, um, but if I came in later than that, or if the flight is late, I have to get somebody to come from Charlotte to come and collect me. But like my eldest, my eldest grandson now, he had to get a car. So, I mean, you're putting cars on the road because he had to get a car because the bus is too late for him to be going into the city. Into and that's, a, uh, that's exactly the conversation that we're having. Could you survive where you live without a car? And what I'm hearing no. from everybody is no. Which, no. you know, if, if we're talking about getting people out of cars and onto public transport, I've yet to hear, even from Dublin, of anybody who survives life without a car, which is insane. No, you can't. And I have to say, we have a great community here in Charleville. People are very supportive and we have a community faith group. And uh, I see an awful lot on it lately about people um, begging for lifts for their children to go to either Cork or Limerick from early in the morning they're, because there's no transport. So on, 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 on what is one of the main national uh, routes from Cork, from our second to our third city, the public transport, the bus either to Limerick or to Cork from Charleville, is not till half eight in the morning. No, it's too late by the time they get to the Of course it is, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah. That yeah. is unbelievable. And as I say, I think it's a disaster. I think it's embarrassing. I see people coming off flights. And, um, you know, we're getting a lot more Americans now as well and visitors, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But they come out in Shannon and if the flight is late, if it doesn't get in until maybe maybe 10 to 10 or something like that or 10 o'clock, they come out and there's no bus available. Sorry, finished. And is, is there any? I assume there's some bus service from Shannon Airport. Is there? Yeah, but, yeah, but not after that. Not after not after ten o'clock or before ten o'clock. There isn't no. So there's no bus there, and it's finished. Do you ever worry? Because it is something that I worry about. I worry about getting older. And if I were to I stay, am older. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you said that. Now I didn't say that. Um, I but I, I, I worry about getting older where I live because, uh, for example, I we 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 had a neighbour that ended up having to move because they couldn't drive anymore. They had to literally move house because they couldn't drive anymore, and that is that that worries me that there isn't the public tr- transport there for most of us that we could live without a car. Well, that is true, but having said that, we do have a good service, we'll say the bus is going to, but it's so late in the morning, that's the problem. Mm. They're starting too late. By the time it comes to Charleville, going either to Limerick or, or to Cork, yeah. going to Cork. That is the problem we have, you know. 
Good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed for your call. Um, We're going to squeeze in another couple on 087-188-0008. Send us a text, a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. Uh, Linda was on earlier on talking about uh, electric scooters on the Lewis. This is Adrienne. Hey, Adrienne. This is Adrienne in Kilmanor. You're doing a great great job, by the way, by holding the seat for the big guy. I just heard that lady there saying about the scooter falling on her on the Lewis. Electric scooters and electric bikes are not allowed on the Lewis, according to Lewis. But I've seen guards getting on and just checking the tickets and not putting the offenders off. I mean, some of them big bikes, some of them electric bikes are very big. I was on the Lewis last two weeks ago and I had to jam on suddenly because some fool had walked out in front of it. There had to have been somebody beside me with one of those... Um, bikes or scooters so it would have landed on me so tell that lady to follow that up with Lewis and this is Adrian Kennedy uh, with you until 2 o'clock this afternoon hi Adrian says this message and this clarifies what we were talking about a couple of minutes ago the first bus from Shannon Airport in the morning is at 10 to 6 and the last bus at night is at 5 past midnight uh, to Limerick buses are on the hour every hour that's good I'm glad we clarified that because I'm sure there was services from uh, Shannon Airport. Uh, Hi, Adrian. I live in uh, South Kildare. Um, A child in college in Carlow. A new bus service started on the Nace-Carlow route. But buses leaving at the wrong times. Early bus leaves Carlow at 7.40. Instead of leaving Nace at 7.40 to serve the college, we had to buy a car for my daughter to get to and from uh, college. Public transport practically non-existent says uh, Mary. Let me squeeze in another couple of calls on this. Um, Louise, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Hi, Louise. Hi, how's things? Now, uh, Galway, um, the route, uh, the the bus errand route 404 is a nightmare, is it? Yes, I mean, look, there's a reliable service there, I suppose, outside of peak hours. Mm. Uh, I just definitely would say that's true, but during the peak hours, there's absolutely no bus lanes, and if you know Galway, it's chronic for traffic. And you could be waiting an hour for a bus in the morning. And in the afternoon, evening time, let's say, um, a bus might not come at all. It could be saying, you know, it's coming in a few minutes' time. And the next thing, it's disappeared from the timetable altogether. So- and in fact, it seems to be a bus errand issue because I have to, I use a bus errand bus as well. And it's, a, it's the 103. And you'd be standing there and it'll say five minutes, four minutes, three minutes. And then psh, gone. <laughs> it's gone. Like, where did yeah. the bus go? It just vanishes. And that happens on the 404 as well. Yeah, so, I mean, I cycle to work um, during the summer months and I absolutely love that. And then I kind of tend to look for the bus in the winter months or at least some of those really wintry days. And there is a reliable bus at 8.15, um, absolutely. The next one's supposed to come at 8.45, but it comes every single day a full half hour late. No bus lanes and I suppose just no incentive to get the bus because you just really don't know at what time it'll come. It really sounds, I mean, and like I said, this is all over the country. Uh, we're hearing uh, from people who, much and all as they might like to use public transport permanently, they just can't. Yeah, and I mean, I'm central. I know a lot of your callers there, you know, we, we people from Dublin Mountains, things like that. I mean, I'm city centre really in Galway. And I just feel if they can't get it right in the city centres, there's no chance um, for those other areas at all in the future. Um, you can incentivise it, you know, to the hills and give this free public transport, but... 
the service isn't there, people aren't going to use it on their no. rainy day. No, and they're, and they're not. And Or if the service is unreliable, um, as you described, I can use public transport myself if I'm not under pressure to get from A to B. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, uh, but yeah. if you're under time pressure for work or whatever, and you're uh, in an area with an unreliable service, you just won't use it. Yeah, and I have seen, I know you haven't had too many calls of good service, but I did live on the 405 route in the past, and that was kind of an every 20-minute timetabled route, and it was very consistent, but they had bus lanes the whole way in. Um, Which does so, make a difference. You know, it's, it's, a huge, it's a huge problem in Galway, obviously, the traffic and lack of bus lanes. All right, uh, here's another message from Galway as well. We are 15 kilometres from Galway City. Up to 2010, we had two buses a day. The first arrived in Galway City at 10am and the second arrived at 12.30. Absolutely useless for the average worker. The powers that be decided instead of changing the times that they would disband the service altogether. Gridlock every morning since. I heard recently that they're thinking of bringing back one bus a day with the uh, new arrival time of 9.15 which is still useless for the normal worker. I mean, this, this idea of buses leaving uh, towns at half eight and you're expected to use them to get from A uh, to B. Uh, another message said, uh, save up for an e-scooter. Well, back to our call a while ago in Charleville, an e-scooter is no use for getting you from Charleville to Cork City or Charleville to Limerick absolutely useless. I will squeeze in uh, one final WhatsApp voice note from uh, Stephen who lives in Roscommon. Uh, yeah, just there on your uh, topic of public transport. I'm actually on the train all the time. I use public transport because of uh, the price of driving and things is actually easier. I live in Castlery in Roscommon. The bus service in and out of there are actually good along with the train service. There's four trains in and three trains uh, out every day and there's four buses through the town, uh, eight altogether, four in and four out. But like that, uh, if I was out anywhere further out of the town, it'd be a different kettle of fish altogether. Uh, Thanks. All right, thank you very much indeed and thanks all of you for uh, your calls, comments, texts and opinions. Real people, real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.